A woman's got to be confident and believe in herself. If you walk around with a confident attitude, you're going to be a lot less likely to be a victim. This video is called How to Build an Empire using the iconic Kris Jenner and the world's most famous family, the Kardashians. Before we get into it, please like this video so I can get pushed into the algorithm and subscribe so I can hit 1,000 subscribers by the end of the year. The key to success to any project is a strong foundation, a strong team, and patience. Chapter one, know the rules. Now, I don't wanna scare you into thinking you need to have it all figured out in the beginning, because you don't. But you do need to take the first step. If you wanna see change in your life, less talking and more action. When it comes to fame and fortune, America is the land of opportunity. And with that comes the ugly realization of the hierarchy of power. And there are rules for the hierarchy, such as race, gender, and class. There are many more, but those are just the three that we're gonna focus on in this video. When it comes to the entertainment business, we have people at the bottom, some in the middle, and those at the top. We've heard countless rags to riches stories, which lets us know that these dreams are possible, but there's no easy feat. And what we do know is no one stays at the top forever. The name of the game is networking to form relationships and do business to climb the ranks socially. Chapter two, a strong foundation. The foundation of how we all got started. Our iconic Scorpio, Kris Jenner, was born November 5th, 1955, to a two-person household. Her mother owned a clothing store and her father was an engineer. When Chris was 12, her parents divorced, which turned MJ, Chris's mother, into a single parent just for a bit before she remarried to a wealthy older businessman to help her with the kids. At the time, women of a certain age group who had children were frowned upon if they weren't married. In addition, they had to deal with the patriarchy which allowed women to be deemed less valuable in the workplace. Knowing this, MJ's best bet was to remarry instead of trying to make it on her own as a single parent. Just three months into her marriage, MJ's husband Harry was a victim of bad business. Not good business, like my company. His business partner ran off with all the money. It sucks. That's when MJ realized it was not in her best interest to wait for a man, or anyone in that matter, to provide her the life she felt she deserved. If she wanted things to happen, she would have to do it on her own. She rolled up her sleeves, got to work, and opened up a new children's boutique called Shannon and Company, and put her two children, Karen and Kristen, to work by teaching them brick by brick lessons. Early on, Chris is taught the reality of patriarchy and the negative perception being unmarried with children brings. It's also nice to be taken care of by a wealthy man. But when that train stops, a wise woman knows she must stay ready so she never has to get ready. Chapter three, a strong foundation. In 1976, Chris was just 21 years old and she wanted to see the world on her own. So she became an American airline flight attendant. While working for that job, she met a super successful older attorney named Robert Kardashian. In 1978, they married, and just one year later, they had their first child, Courtney. With that relationship came a total of four children, Courtney, Kim, 
Chloe, and Rob. In her book, Kris Jenner and All Things Kardashian, Kris discusses the reason her marriage failed. Were you hooking up with him? Yeah. She talks about the infidelity and the fight of temptation. I'm not going to shame her because we all have our struggles. Chris built her foundation on the relationship she developed while with Robert Kardashian. I was married to someone whose best friends were, you know, executives and producers and ran studios. This is where Chris learns the official lesson of vertical integration. Be calculated and strategic so you can build as many bridges as you can. Be mindful of burning them. In 1991, the marriage to Rob Kardashian ends. And as we learned in the last chapter, Chris is taught that she needs to be married. So she marries again. This time around, she marries Olympic athlete Bruce Jenner. Bruce was all the rage in the talk of the town in 1976. But by 1991, the hype around the American hero had worn down. Lessons. If you're a woman with children, you have to be married. Even if it means doing it one month after your divorce. If you don't get a super successful wealthy man the second time, make one. Chapter four, use what you have. Chris went on to have two children with her then husband, Bruce, named Kendall and Kylie. By this time, Chris has six children of her own and she realizes she needs to put plans in motion. She's gonna provide the best for her family. Chris begins evaluating her resources. She has a semi-famous husband, who was a famous Olympian 20 years prior. All the relationships she developed over the time spent with Robert Kardashian. And three, she had the power and privilege of race, class, beauty, and intellect. Knowing what's in her toolbox, she got to work as Bruce Jenner's manager. She started booking Bruce for motivational speaking gigs, acquiring content, and developing a positive reputation. She then took the content from the speaking gigs filmed it, and she would make tapes and send them out to all the PR companies. This works. Using the relationship she built and all the clout they gained of the motivational speaking courses, the couple began selling exercise equipment and self-defense videos through QVC. This chess move increased Bruce's brand notoriety, endorsement deals, and even helped him with his race car driving career. The Jenners are known as the all-American family that has it all together. And it was at this point that Kris Jenner unknowingly laid the first brick of her empire. Lesson, evaluate your resources and use what you have, no matter the politics. Less talk, more action. The keys to start, if you wanna build your empire, start laying those bricks, sis. Chapter five, never an L, always a lesson. Let's fast forward to the year 2007, the year keeping up with the Kardashians began. Chris is 52 years old on the other side of town in 2007. Producer Ryan Seacrest was on the lookout for a new type of show. After seeing the success of the Osbournes, he had to get in on the hit. You gotta remember, 2007 was the era of socialites and wealth porn. 2007 is also the same year The Simple Life ended, which is one of my favorite shows because I'm obsessed with Nicole Richie. But once The Simple Life ended, there was a void in entertainment. Paris Hilton was at the top of the social hierarchy and the world yearned to see rich people with problems. Using her resources to piggyback off the fame of Robert Kardashian being OJ's lawyer, Bruce Jenner the Olympian, Kim Kardashian being friends to the iconic Paris Hilton, 
and her extracurricular activities, Chris formed Jenner Communications and went into partnership with Ryan Seacrest, a production company, which he then shopped the show to the E Network, who is owned by NBC Universal. With his newfound partnership, the family's fame exploded. It takes many bricks to build an empire, and Chris knew that. With experience, she learned the best relationships to maintain and manage are your family. By this time, Chris had six children, and they all had different personalities. She saw this as a strength. Everyone in the family has a role, and everyone plays their position. Viewers can find someone in the family that they can relate to. This relatability builds relationships and emotional bonds, the lesson Chris has been learning her whole life. This time around, her strategy pays off big time. Chris went on to produce nine successful shows with the E! Network. And using the success of the show, Chris managed the careers of all of her children. With the bulk of their revenue coming from brand deals, and creating B2C companies with a newfound audience. The popularity grew. Um, we tried different businesses. It was always my philosophy to explore every single opportunity and not dismiss anything. She also went on to have a talk show, a cookbook, and her finger on all the tabloids so no one could get away from all the Kardashian drama. It said that I was drunk and alone. <laughs> and just for the record, is there a problem with that? It's been 14 years since Keeping Up With The Kardashians first hit our TV screens, and Kris Jenner hasn't taken her foot off the pedal. I'm serious. Every month for the last 168 months, the Kardashians either had a brand deal, a new business deal, new shows, or one of them were in the media. Some call it attention-seeking, others call it iconic. Lessons. Dotting your I's and crossing your T's. Having a show on the E-Network was good, but forming your own entity to house your IP, Jenner Communications, is even better. Position your children as a solid network to make climbing the hierarchy easier and as individual commodities, so marketing opportunities are endless. Chapter 6, Patience. Keeping up with the Kardashians opened the door to many opportunities. The notoriety of the entire family rose. To date, they have millions of followers on social media, which means they have direct access to their audience of millions. Having direct access to their audience allowed their D2C companies to flourish. The Kardashians are so famous, they no longer need a reality show to gain an audience or promote a product. This audience helped transform four of Chris's children to multi-millionaires, and two of them became billionaires. That's never been done before, ever. Iconic. Gone are the days where Chris had to beg a production company to partner with her and then partner with another network so she can put out content. Brick by brick, Kris Jenner built the Kardashian empire, making her family the most famous family in the world from the ground up. This didn't happen overnight. Nothing good ever does. In the beginning, the family wasn't viewed in the most positive light but over time, people got used to them and they become more respected. Their brand was built through controversy and relationships. Even though they felt the hate, they never gave up. Lessons? Building leverage takes time. Strive to be 1% better every day. This is called the compound effect. Once you develop the relationship with your audience, there's no need for the middleman, i.e. the E-network. Cut them 
loose. Chapter seven, the future. The Kardashians are at the top of the world right now, but what goes up must come down. Nothing lasts forever. Ask Paris Hilton, but will things be different for the Kardashians? Maybe. There are so many people in the Kardashian network, which is one of their major strengths. It could go either way. They now have a new deal with Hulu that could bring in even more shows, opportunities for spinoffs, kids shows. Maybe Chris has some Mary Kate and Ashley grandchildren that can produce another empire where it's some type of Shark Tank-esque show starring Chris Jenner. The possibilities are endless. All it takes is just one person in the family to be in the media to keep the brand alive. With 16 people in the family and whatever spouse they choose to bring along, there's enough content to last a lifetime. I wonder if the Kardashians own their IP. For example, they have 20 seasons and 9 spinoff shows that were on the E! Network. It would make sense if E! controlled or owned some portion of the content, but I wonder if Chris was able to obtain some percentage of ownership. Like, does she have syndication rights? I pray she owns the syndication rights. I pray she owns the IP so she can use all of her old work in the future. If this isn't the case, this is the lesson we learned this time. Document everything. Start documenting your journey today. Because while it may not be worth much today, give it 20 years and you could be the most famous person on earth. And that footage will be highly valuable. Keeping up with the Kardashians is the longest running reality show of all time with the most famous family of all time. And I just want to paint this picture for you. Netflix purchased Seinfeld for 500 million and NBC purchased The Office for 500 million. I'm not saying that these shows are in the same caliber because Seinfeld does have 30 years on Keeping Up with the Kardashians. But who's to say 30 years from now this IP won't be worth 500 million. That's why I'm questioning does Jenner communication own the IP? That IP ownership uh, is one of the greatest assets of all time. I hope their new chapter at Hulu gives them more ownership on their iconic IP. Can they be stitched into America's fabric like the Sesame Street IP? These type of dreams take hard work which means nothing because everyone knows the devil works hard but Chris Jenner works harder. My job is to just not let her be out there by herself again. <laughs> you better not. Hey guys, if you're still watching, please subscribe. I want to get to 1,000 subscribers by the end of the year and like this video so I can get pushed into the algorithm. Thanks guys. Remember, respect the conglomerate. Did you trademark the term momager? I did. We have teenage girls and I want them to be prepared like we've talked about here today.